It's time for the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Michael is a speaker, author of two best-selling books, and the president of three financial companies. He's also a frequent guest on national media outlets such as CNBC, Fox Business, and Bloomberg. His passion is to help you live well in retirement. This is the Wealth and Health Show. Welcome in, everyone, to the Wealth and Health Show. Again, I'm your host, Michael Wall, and we're joined today in studio with Denny Lassiter. She's a partner in uh, Wall Lassiter and & Company and obviously aids in assisting with some other things that we do in assisting higher net worth clients. And we're going to talk today about something that you're not going to want to miss. It's going to be the idea of really investing in you. And, you know, so often we hear about investing in things, but we don't think about investing in us. And by the way, folks, if this is the first time that you've caught us or listened to the show, the Wealth and Health Show, typically we're interviewing guests you'll hear that regularly really include high-level performers, different entrepreneurs, those who have mastered their craft, C-level executives. Uh, we've interviewed different leaders in the coaching field as well as doctors and even holistic experts from around the world. So we really try and bring in all facets of life so that way we can not only have wealth but also enjoy our health while we are living with the wealth we have, so to speak. So, Danny, I want to take a minute and just thank you for joining us today. Well, thank you, Michael, for having me on the show. And, you know, above all, I'm excited more for the listeners today because this is really a topic that has been close to my heart. Uh, so I really appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. And I know Danny has seen, we've connected a little while back, and she's seen, obviously, some really tremendous growth, and not only personally, but also on the business side and all these other fronts. And, and I believe a lot of that's come from really the idea of investing in you. And folks, if you're listening out there at any point in time, if you want to join the conversation, share your thoughts, share your history on what you have seen or learned about investing in you, send us a tweet. Reach out to us at Lean on the Wall. Again, at Lean on the Wall is our Twitter handle, and uh, you can join the conversation as we move along. So I wanted to kind of start out with the idea of really what does it mean to invest in you. And Danny, I'll let you kind of start with that from your perspective as you've looked at this. I mean, you're, you know, you've lived life now, you've worked for a large firm, you've worked with us as we connect with higher net worth clients, uh, just kind of growing in a lot of capacities. We've seen a lot of great things. But what does that mean to you when we talk about investing in you? Absolutely, Michael. That's a great question. And too often, I think we get caught up in our lives and we get caught up in the monotony of the everyday routine and what we're doing. And whether that be getting up in the morning with your kids and taking them to school and going to work and just doing the same thing over and over again, you get by that way. That's absolutely fine. And some people are happy doing that. But a lot of times you don't see growth until you invest in yourself. And, and really, I've you know, been experiencing this firsthand. I mean, whether that be I like to call it, you know, car university, you know, mm. or, you know, automobile university. Yeah, you know. the old Zig Ziglar, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. When I'm in the car, I'm always, you know, constantly listening to CDs about growing your successful business and, and you know, going to classes and taking education on how I can invest in myself and grow myself personally. And, you know, that comes back to you threefold. And, you know, those are the things that people just it's laziness in a way, but also it's just you just kind of get used to your routine. Mm. So these are the things that people don't think about that really you need to, you know, get up in the morning, do something in the morning for five minutes, do something for 30 minutes, whether it be exercise. If you add just one thing into your routine on a daily basis, you will see results long term. So that's a great point, Danny. It's just as far as the idea of just kind of starting something, doing something. We have, if you're not aware of us, my wife and I, we have four children. They're younger still. 
we have a seven-year-old at this time, a five, and twins that are four. And of course, they'll grow as time moves along, Lord willing. But one of the things that we have noticed is, you know, as she mentioned, you go through phases and stages of life, and sometimes life is busy. And I can tell you, I know, Danny, for us, you know, the year for sure after we had the twins, you know, we had a three-year-old, we had a two-year-old, and then we had twins. So we had four children under the age of three, and it was something where it was, it was tough. You know, it was almost just trying to get through the day. Now, luckily, I was in a situation where I had put in and put in and put in and put in so much positive information, you know, over the years. And when I was younger, when I was in college, I sold books in the summertime, door to door, which was a great experience. But, you know, that's really kind of where I started listening to motivational information. And I love the quote from Ziegler. He was kind of my uh, main go-to, if you will, uh, during those years. And we've evolved. We've listened to other things. And we've even put out some content out of our own because we've just seen the value in that. But, you know, one of the things that he said, which I really like, is the idea that motivation doesn't allow you to do everything, but it will allow you to do everything better than negative thinking. In other words, positive thinking, getting, motiv- getting motivated, get- having that positive thought process. It's not going to allow you to do everything, but it will allow you to do everything better than negative thinking. You know, I think, folks, sometimes what's really important here as far as what does it mean and what does this look like, because we want to give you some actionable steps that you can apply to your life take some of the thoughts here and help you improve what you're currently doing. Because at the end of the day, what it's about is it's about improving. And the more we improve, the more value we add. You know, and I think that's really, really important. The more we improve, the more value that we add. Don't forget that. So the importance of investing in you is not just about you. It's about you becoming the best version of you that you were created to be so you can encourage and really uplift those in your circle that you're called to do. And that's the beauty of this. So One actionable step is it's okay to make sure that you know what you don't know. If you see someone in life who is particularly upbeat or positive or seems to be just motivated all the time, those are the types of people you want to gravitate to, right? We're going to talk a little bit next segment about detractors, things that slow down your success. But as far as what really it means to invest in you, you know, looking for and be purposeful about finding people in your life that can help you move forward. And then taking actionable steps to be listening to positive things. And I know, Danny, you've started to do a lot more of that in your life as well, right? Absolutely. I've got a couple of people that I've started listening to uh, thanks to you. And this actually what you were just talking about reminds me of what, something that Darren Hardy says. And really surrounding yourself with people that are going and growing in the same direction that you are. And, you know, the people that you want to become, you should be hanging out with those people. And it's funny because he always talks about like the 10 minute friends versus the <laughs> two hour friends versus the you yeah. can go on a weekend with them, but you can't, you know, go two weeks with them. You, Some know, people you can only take one minute. <laughs> right? Well, with you, it's like 30 seconds. Oh, I don't know boy, how I've yeah, been yeah, sitting geez. here this long, Michael. Yeah. Tough for you, I know. <laughs> But, uh, you know, Darren all Hardy. All about improving great. you. No, oh, of course. <laughs> it's all about me, Michael. Of course. Right. Absolutely. Right, right. No, no, all kidding aside, though, there's absolutely, there's some wonderful mm. people out there. And really, just taking a portion of your day and doing little things has really helped. It's improved me, even in my health, the health side of things. Mm-hmm. At lunch, I have the same thing every day for lunch. And really, it has improved my health so much. I've mm. lost weight, I feel great. It's just those little dinky things are really what leads to you investing in yourself and baby steps. Do it one thing at a time. Mm -hmm. And really, it becomes a routine and becomes a habit. Yeah, absolutely. And folks, you know, that's the thing. Oftentimes, you know, people look at situations in life or they look at people that are ultra successful or whatever, and they think, oh, I can never get there. But 
you know, they didn't get there by, you know, just over overnight situations, overnight success. I mean, it's pretty rare. You know, typically the only time you see somebody that's ultra successful overnight is someone who their parents passed away and they inherited a bunch of money, if you want to talk on the financial side. And, you know, really, this isn't just about finances. It's not just about money. It's Again, it's about you. It's about you living your life and living with purpose. I know I've mentioned before, but I love the verse, Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. And I say that because it's important for each of us to understand that there's a real purpose for all of us in this life to fulfill and to accomplish. And if we don't invest in us, you know, I love Zig talks about the idea that most folks go to the grave with their music still in them. You know, and Danny, when you think about that, uh, really what he's saying is you're in a situation where only you out there that's listening to this, only you can use the gifts and abilities that you have been entrusted with. Only you, not me, not Danny, not anyone else, only you. And if you don't grow those and kind of trim fat, so to speak, not necessarily on the body, but just on things that are kind of keeping you from growing, trim the weights, if you will, put yourself in a place where you're really investing in you and building those strengths, only then will you fully realize them, utilize them, and really actually impact other people. I mean, think about it this way. Everybody's heard of Apple today, right? Steve Jobs and all the stories that he's done. And obviously, he's created a technology in a lot of ways that's revolutionized the world. I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, Apple went from a basement company to now one of the companies on the Dow Jones. It's just unbelievable, the success of that organization. But that happened only because Steve was committed to absolute excellence. And Apple, you know, it's amazing to me because Apple wasn't the first one to put out the MP3 player. There were MP3 players that might have been just a little bit better than Apple. But Steve Jobs was an absolute genius, invested in himself, and was able to produce those results through genius marketing team as well. Yeah, uh, that's right. You know, he found the key to success. That's exactly right. You know, and and folks, again, at any point in time, if you want to join the conversation, we'd love to hear your comments, thoughts, interaction. Send us a tweet. If you're on Twitter... Send us a tweet. Reach out to us at Lean on the Wall is the address again at Lean on the Wall. And if you have, if you missed the first part of the segment or want to listen to any other shows, listen to some of the health or other CEOs, entrepreneurs that we've had on. Feel free to visit LeanOnTheWall.com. Just like you're leaning on a wall, LeanOnTheWall.com, and click on the Wealth and Health Show, and you will be able to listen to those there. You know, I love the quote, Danny. It says, "People often say motivation doesn't last, right?" But neither does bathing. (laughs) And that's why we recommend it daily, okay? (laughs) So please, folks, if you're in a situation where you don't bathe daily, I would strongly suggest it, right? (laughs) That was a quote from Sig. But, you know, I love that because a lot of times people say, oh, it's motivational, it's motivational, it's motivational. And we're not necessarily just talking about rah, 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 even though that can be helpful. You know, Shaquille O'Neal, a lot of people remember that name. Great basketball player, you know, seven foot plus. I mean, big guy, you know. He was a great basketball player. But he would be horrible as a jockey. You know? <laughs> I mean, he could be as motivated as he wanted to be, but there's just no way he'd make it as a jockey. I mean, it's just not going to work, right? I mean, you just, just picture his legs dragging on the ground right now. <laughs> <laughs> and the horse would be on his knees calling, <laughs> right? So, folks, you know, again, it's the idea of finding the parameters of stepping back, shutting off the noise. We're going to talk about the tractors next segment. But what are some things you can do? to step back, shut the noise off, and really put yourself in a place to catapult forward into the life that you were created and designed to live for. 
You're not going to want to miss the next segment, so hang around. We'll be right back just after this. You're listening to The Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. With the volatility in the markets, it can be scary to know the right solutions for managing and protecting your family's wealth. That's why Michael and his team at Wall Financial Group work exclusively with higher net worth clients to engineer portfolios that minimize risk and maximize potential. For more information, visit leanonthewall.com. And to see if you qualify for a Living Well Retirement Review, call toll-free 866-943-2351. That's 866-943-2351. You're listening to The Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Well, welcome back in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show. Again, I'm your host, Michael Wall, and we're joined today in studio live with Danny, Danny Lasseter. She's a partner in a couple of our companies and just sharing some thoughts here. And we wanted to take some time today because we have found such change in our own lives over the years. And, and even a lot of the successful people that we've interacted with, the high-level producers, you know, a lot of the different folks that we've had on that are very, very successful in their fields, and they've really seen a lot of this in the years as well. And that is the idea of investing in you. So what we wanted to do is really talk specifically on the idea of investing in you. We just have seen the value in that over the years. And I know, Danny, you had talked about, because this segment, we're going to talk specifically to detractors, you know, things that slow down your success. And sometimes, folks, this can happen and you're not even aware of it. You know, it's like the old, remember, Danny, the old story of, his, what is it, the frog in the, in the pot? I think that's what it is, or the toad <laughs> or whatever it is. You know, you put it in there and, it, you know, the water's kind of lukewarm or whatever, and it, it doesn't notice it. And it just kind of hangs out in there and that water can heat up and it just ends up getting cooked in the pot, right? Mm -hmm. Doesn't want to, doesn't necessarily desire to. That wasn't its goal, but it just happened because it just gradually the temp go up, grew a little bit and uh, became more and more comfortable with things that were actually hurting itself. So we want to talk about detractors here, folks, and what are some things that can slow down your success? I know you had an interesting quote, Danny, you wanted to share in relation to this. Yeah, and, and I'm kind of guilty of this, Michael, because what we do on a daily basis, we get really busy. Mm -hmm. And the problem is, what are we getting busy with? And I really like this quote from Jim Rohn, uh, don't mistake movement for achievement. Yeah. It's easy to get faked out by being busy. The question is, busy doing what? Yeah. And that's really the problem is, you know, day in, day out, we get, you know, we're doing these rudimentary tasks that are really just kind of slowing us down. You know, whether that be, you know, checking your email a million times a day, checking your social media, doing tasks, maybe you should be delegating. Mm -hmm. Maybe, you know, you shouldn't be checking the mail and checking your email if you have hundreds of emails a day. I'm, uh, really, Darren Hardy speaks about you need to pick three things that are critical to your success, three things that are critical to your business. And only delegate your time to those three things. Mm -hmm. And really, if you think about it, if you only delegated your time to those three things, you know, all the other things are what's slowing you down. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. And so, folks, you know, when you take a look at this, and this is a problem that we've seen even as we've interacted uh, and assisted, you know, a lot of times, again, our, our focus, my job is really kind of helping people on the financial side manage their wealth. And Danny plugs in with that as well. And in addition... She has a significant expertise in advanced tax planning for higher income earners, four or five hundred thousand a year plus, and just saving lots of dollars in taxes. I say all that to say, not to be self-serving, but I say that because 
you know, typically the folks that we're seeing that have lots of money saved, if you will, or, you know, to invest or, you know, whatever it may be, they have a degree of success. And, you know, they also, because you kind of, again, get used to where you are, get used to what you're doing. And sometimes you can fall back into old habits. And so, you know, it's that constant reevaluation, Danny, I think of what is important to you, what is moving you forward. You know, the goals you had a year ago or two years ago, possibly even six months ago, may not be the goals that you want to continue to have as time moves along, or maybe you want to tweak them a little bit. So it's continual reevaluation, folks, in the process of what you're doing and what you want to do in life in general. So one of the things, the detractors there that she had talked about is really the idea of making sure that you focus on your time, focus on what you're doing. It's kind of self-sabotage, right, Danny? Well, absolutely. And time is something, you know, you can make more money. You can't make more time. Yeah, that's right. And folks, speaking of time, if you want to take a minute while you're listening to this and get on your phone or get on your computer or wherever you're listening to this and join the conversation, send us a tweet out to lean on the wall at lean on the wall is our Twitter handle. But I love this quote. It's the idea here, Danny, of there's never been a statue erected to honor a critic. That's true. Now think about that. (laughs) As we think about history, And as we think about the past, right, typically what do we see statues erected from? Successful heroes, people that have made an impact on society. Yeah, to the good, right? Absolutely. I mean, even even our currency in America is all related around, you know, kind of forefathers, if you will, that did great things in our country. You know, uh, they, they always say the quote, you know, it's all about the Benjamins, right? Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, these are these are men. These are people you can go down in, in, in history and there's men and women that have really made tremendous impacts in our culture, but they've erected some type of remembrance around them. And so when you think about that in life, folks, think about it this way. Who in your life is your biggest critic? Maybe it's you. Maybe as you look in the mirror, you're in a situation where you are your biggest critic. You're in a situation where you are the one who are kind of self-sabotaging yourself. I want to encourage you to stop it because you have been born with certain gifts and abilities. Again, we talked about last time. If you can't see the growth that you need to see, then I'm going to encourage you to pick up some positive things. Search for, look for people that are positive. Listen into these shows every week because we're going to give a positive vibe. It's not just about investing in you every week. We're going to be interviewing, as I mentioned before, high-level entrepreneurs, different coaches, holistic people in the field, health people in the field, people who have really been successful in a lot of different ways. So get rid of the critics. Get rid of the detractors. Move closer to the people. Now, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't honestly analyze your situation, right, Danny? I mean, sometimes true self-evaluation is necessary, but Sitting down all night watching the Kardashians is not going to do anything to help you in your own personal life. Now, I don't mean to call them out by name, but at the end of the day, if that's what your evenings and your week looks like, and the majority of your time is watching other people, housewives of whatever, that's what your focus looks like. There's no way you're going to grow to your full potential because all you're doing is you're sitting there, you're talking and you're spending more time working and watching and thinking about what's happening in other people's lives than you are worrying about what's happening in your own life. Now, a lot of the folks that we're interacting with or that are even listening to the show, again, they're very successful, so their time is in a situation where it's valuable. They get that. But again, sometimes you can fall back into that comfort zone, and that's why we wanted to do this show, because even high-level folks can fall into a comfort zone that we need to avoid. And I know that you've seen that to some degree, 
And it's important to get away from those things, right? Absolutely. You know, Mike, and there's there's another detractor that I think is important to talk about today. And that's that a lot of times, you know, you talk about being critical. A lot mm-hmm. of times when you start to succeed and you start to go out and you start to do things that are what you want to do and how, you know, how you define success, people are going to criticize you, yeah. other people. And a lot of times those people might be your family. They might be your friends. And I like, I like this quote, let your haters be your motivators. Mm. A lot of times you've got to just let that flow through. You can't take that to heart because right. then you're going to be afraid to go out and become successful and realize your goals if you're letting those people bring you down. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, when it comes to goals, folks too, and we're going to talk next segment about the ideas, fixes to improve you. You know, how can you actually start to achieve some of those goals? How can you, if you're already a uh, ultra successful entrepreneur, again, we're going to talk about that from, from your perspective too, because sometimes, you know, if you're focused on what you did yesterday, you're probably not adding a lot of value today, right? So we want to be in a situation where we're saying, okay, yeah, maybe we are successful now. Maybe we've done some great things, but we're still here. We're still living life, which means there's more to give. There's more to do. And so we want to take a look at that. I I love Danny, and I think this kind of goes into what you had just previously said there, but it's the idea of, you know, expect the best, but prepare for the worst. And I think that's sometimes the reason that people will give up on their goals because, you know, they have these big plans. Uh, Maybe they take the time to sit down and actually write them down. They get all motivated. They get all excited. They kind of start step one. And, you know, it's like the New Year's resolutions, right? You know, you go to a lot of gyms around, you work out places, whatever, around January, even February, and they're ultra busy. Why? Well, because people are making their New Year's resolution. And I love, you know, Zig used to always say that's nothing more than just a New Year's confession. Yeah. You know, I confess I got to lose weight. I confess Mm -hmm. I got to start eating better. I confess I got to, you know, whatever it may be. And so they are motivated for a short period of time, but then that motivation wanes and the desire and, you know, all that stuff kind of goes away. So when controversy comes and it's going to come, you need to prepare for that in advance. You need to put things into place that are going to help you move past that, whether that's people in your life. If you don't have people in your life, then, then take the step to use your money, even if it's small or great, to invest in you continually continually. Danny, you were going to say something. Yeah, I think, you know, I like the the New Year's resolution like you talked about. I think mm. what people do is they realize they need to change. So they try to change in a drastic way mm-hmm. and get burnt out on it. Mm-hmm. Really, I mean, it's about baby steps here. It's about focusing on go to the gym three times a week or two times a week, you know, start baby steps. And then, you know, the more you do it, the more you're going to feel good and you increase it. If you go every single day, you're going to burn yourself out because you haven't been going to the gym. A lot of times people realize they need to change, but they overcommit and burn themselves out. So I think it's important to take small steps each day. Yeah. And, you know, again, next segment, folks, we're going to talk about the idea of fixes. How do you improve you? How do you actually achieve that success in mighty ways. We're going to talk about that. It's going to be great. You know, when you're talking about training your brain, one last thought I wanted to share before that we end this segment is just the idea of the media. I love the thought I was said before that the media has accurately predicted uh, 24 of the last three recessions. (laughs) Now, if you think about that, accurately predicted 24 of the last three recessions. So that doesn't mean that we don't face turmoil. And that doesn't mean that there's not things that happen from time to time we need to be prepared for. But Media news in general, it used to be where, you know, half hour a day or an hour a day on one or two stations was it. And now we got multiple stations doing 24 hours of news all the time. 
You got people on Facebook, you got people on Twitter, you got people on LinkedIn, you got people on wherever, you know, sending out news articles. And did you hear about this? And did you hear about that? News has really become entertainment today, folks. And one of the great ways to help you break through, we're going to talk about this more next segment, is to shut off some of that and turn on the right stuff in your life. You're not going to want to miss next segment. Hang around. We'll be back right after this. With the volatility in the markets, it can be scary to know the right solutions for managing and protecting your family's wealth. That's why Michael and his team at Wall Financial Group work exclusively with higher net worth clients to engineer portfolios that minimize risk and maximize potential. For more information, visit leanonthewall.com and see if you qualify for a Living Well Retirement Review. Call toll-free 866-943-2351-866-943-2351. This is the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Welcome back in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show. Again, I'm your host, Michael Wall, and we're joined today live in studio with Danny Lassiter. Danny, again, is a partner in a couple of our companies as we assist clients, higher net worth type clients, kind of uh, protect, grow, and save significant tax dollars. And we're talking about the idea today of investing in you. Talk last segment about the tractors, Danny, which I think is huge, you know, things that slow down your success. So if you miss that, folks, you're not going to want to miss that. Go back and catch it. Visit leanonthewall.com. And you can click on the Wealth and Health Show. Again, leanonthewall.com. Click on the Wealth and Health Show, and you'll be able to hear the, the last segment, the beginning as, as well. Because, you know, we can't go to fixes. We can't go to improving our situation until we kind of get the clutter out. Talking about your tongue, and I want to talk about this a little bit later as part of fixes. You know, your tongue has the power of direction. And a lot of people, I don't know if you've ever thought about it this way. You know, I remember when I sold books door to door, they used to talk about Ned Negatives. And every morning you wake up, you got to kind of brush off Ned negative off your shoulder. Get him off there. You know, he's negative. He's that little voice in your mind. You wake up in the morning and say, oh, you know, it's raining again. Or, oh, man, the clouds are out. Or, oh, my, I'm not going to be able to. Or, I can't believe it. You know, all these different thoughts that we all experience. Right? So one of the things they mentioned to us is say, listen, wake up every morning. you got to brush that off your shoulder. The only way to brush that off your shoulder is kind of out with the old, in with the new. Right? So you can't just get rid of bad thoughts and leave your mind void. You must add in good thoughts. And so, you know, the importance of understanding that your tongue has the power of direction. And, you know, folks, if you haven't ever thought about this before, again, if you're, I mentioned about one of the ne negative situations, if you're in a situation where your conversation is on a pretty routine basis negative, really what you're doing is you're speaking that negativity and that fear and that concern and that worry you're speaking all of those things over your life. You know, you're in a situation where you're speaking these things, and it's, it's really important. I know there's a proverb, chapter 18. I was looking for it here, Danny, but it's chapter 18, verse 21. It says, the tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. <laughs> you know, it's interesting when you think about that. So whether you're positive or negative, if you think it can happen, whatever you think can happen, it certainly probably will. It's almost like self-prophecy, if you will, to some degree. Now, I know a lot of people, when they think about that or hear that, they're like, oh, he's getting out there in you know, voodoo land. It really is not the case. It's, it's the idea of those positive vibes, positive uh, words, because then your mind starts to rest on that. Our mind is very, very, very powerful. And when we combine our mind with positive things and the right input, you know, there's no telling what you can accomplish. And I know that you have experienced some of that over the years as well. 
And, you know, also, Michael, it's funny because we are so scared to fail. Mm -hmm. I know at least, you know, with me, I know all going through school, I was, it was always scared to fail, always scared to fail a test, always scared to fail an exam, always scared to fail life. But really, you have to fail in order to succeed. So what you'd said, brushing that neg negative off, mm -hmm. I mean, if you're, you know, making cold calls, people are going to let you down, Yeah. you know, but you've got to, you can't succeed without making those calls or yeah. you can't succeed without, you know, going door to door when you used to sell books. Back in the, yep. So, I mean, you have to be prepared for failure and that's the only thing that's going to allow you to succeed. Yeah. And I love uh, this thought. It's the idea of you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. And again, you talked about it earlier as unrealistic expectations, right? So first thing you want to do as you're looking at this, how do you fix you, so to speak? How do you finally get yourself to the place? Okay, so let's say you went through the place of your life and you went through the closet of your mind and you went through the Rolodex of your friends and you said, okay, I'm going to start purposely detracting people from my life that actually pull me down and putting things into my life that pull me up. And again, folks, it may not necessarily be just people. It might be what you subject yourself to as you watch TV and do, do certain things. So as we start to do that, one of the things that I think we need to do is realize that we have those realistic goals. You don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. And so when you think about that, what does that mean? Well, even if you're someone who is, you know, like some of the folks that we've connected with really on high levels and in, in moving, monitoring, high-level, multi-billion-dollar companies. Well, if they're still in that role, sometimes it can be challenging. I know we had an interview with uh, one of the senior execs for Kohler, the Kohler company in Wisconsin. You know, they're, they're uh, uh, almost a $6 billion company, one of the largest private companies in America, and we uh, had him on. If you missed that show, folks, go ahead and visit leanonthewall.com, click on the Wealth and Health Show, and you'll be able to listen to that show. Uh, it, was, it was called Creating a Culture of Excellence. And one of the things that was interesting in talking to them is, you know, they've had such great success over the years. The company's been around for a long, long, long time, you know, over 100 years. But when they moved into a new market, other countries, it was challenging. You know, they walked in there and they got all this brand in America. You know, everybody knows who they are. You know, Kohler is well known for, you know, what they do. But then you go to a new country and you're the new kid on the block. And you got to be willing again, even though you've been ultra successful, to kind of get kicked in the teeth again a little bit. And that hurts. It hurts your ego. It hurts your pride. It hurts all these other things. But if you want to continue to grow, you have to be willing to put up with that. So that's why even though high-level producers, they understand that this short-term discomfort is really irrelevant in the big picture of long-term success, right? And I know we've seen that. Absolutely, Mike. Really, success is not a matter of wanting to win. It's a matter of preparing to mm. win. And I really like that. And it's, you know, all of us really want, you know, we want a lot of things in life. But really, like you said, you just got to start. Yeah. You got you to start and you got to prepare. That's exactly right. And folks, let's give you some actionable points. So the first thing is the idea of creating those realistic goals. And that's nothing more than just a, a pen and a pad. It doesn't have to be a long, drawn out process. Again, whether you're starting a business or whether you're working for a company or whether you're a high-level producer already, a CEO of a corporation, maybe you've accomplished great things. But I'm going to challenge you to think about the fact of what is your next accomplishment? What's the next thing you're called to do? So get that pen and paper out, you know, your talking pad, so to speak, and write down those things that you want to move towards next. I know that's really, really important. And then as far as speaking, 
We talked about the tongue, you know, what it, what it does, speaking death or life in your life. So I'm going to encourage you to focus on, do this, do some actionable steps. Take a week, take two weeks, try it out. Try and mentally be focused on just thinking about positive things. When those negative thoughts come in, you know, oh, the, the world is going to cave in or, oh, my job's going to go away or, oh, my whatever, uh, my company's going to fail, whatever it may be. When you get those thoughts that come in, replace them immediately with positive thoughts. Try and sit down and have two or three positive thoughts or positive quotes. Search for positive quotes on the internet. They're everywhere. And pick one that works well for you and just say those verbally out loud when those negative thoughts come in. And then the other thing that I want to th- want you to think about is not just when we're interacting or talking with other folks, but the idea of engaging your mind. You know, we, we had an interview a couple of weeks ago, Danny, with Coach Tom Mullins and Todd Mullins. They were both, they're basically lead pastors of a Christ Fellowship. But in a, a broader sense, Coach is actually also the head of Equip, which is a group for John Maxwell and not, ninth largest church in the country. So they, they're influencing over 100,000 people a week with their message and, and in 135 countries, a very, very broad reach. But one of the things that Todd mentioned I thought was really good is he talked about the idea of something that he had learned from his dad, which is Coach, right? Coach Tom. And he said, in, as far as engaging your mind, engage your mind before you engage your mouth. And, and the old acronym of THINK, and I wanted to bring this out because I think it's really important for you folks as you're in a situation where you're looking at your life and you're saying, okay, I am going to start p- talking more positive and I'm going to be around more positive people and I'm going to share positive thoughts. So here's the acronym THINK that I think you can use that will apply to your life. T is, stands for, is it true? In other words, what you're getting ready to profess or say or speak, is it true? You know, I love the old thought that says about gossip. Well, I don't, you know, I hate to spread gossip, but I don't know what else to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> so don't engage in that type of conversation because it's not true in the first place anyways, a lot of times, you know, it's just all hearsay. So T, is it true? H, is it helpful? Is what you're getting ready to say helpful to someone else? And is it helpful to you? Is it going to be something that's going to help you think more positively or achieve the success you want to achieve? I, is it inspirational? Does it encourage you? N, is it necessary? Does this really need to be said? You know, sometimes we're in a situation where we share thoughts, you know, hey, I hate to tell you this, but, so, you know, you hate to tell someone this, but you're going to anyways, you know what I mean? You know, okay, if it's, if it's not necessary, don't say it. And K, is it kind? So think. T, is it true? H, is it helpful? I, is it inspirational? N, is it necessary? And K, is it kind? It's a little acronym that you can write down, folks, and kind of put somewhere. Put it in your car. Uh, put it on the back of your cell phone. Put it wherever you see things. And be thinking about that as you think and speak over your life. Because, again, the power of the word is powerful with your mind. And when we understand that, we become into a place where we start to change those habits. Then we start to change our life. You know, you, and you've probably met even people or seen or read stories about people who are wildly successful, CEOs of companies you know, multi-multi-billionaires, and just ornery, you know, mean, rude people. And unfortunately, they're living a life of isolation. They're living a life of, you know, really just themselves. And uh, there's nothing wrong with success. We've, we've seen a lot of success over the years. We've been very blessed in a lot of ways. But we want to continue to focus on how we can add value to other people. And I know, Danny, that one of the things that you've seen over the years as we've connected as well is, is that something that we have strived for as well as adding value, not just making money, but adding value? What's your perspective and take on that? Absolutely, Michael. You know, one thing I, I you know, I have the good fortune to sit in on on meetings with 
on your financial side with some of the clients when they're looking to get some tax advice as well. And and it's great because I sit there and I am learning so much. I learn so much from you every day. Even if I've heard the presentation, you're just, you know, I feel like we're here to educate. And really, I mean, it's, you're adding value. You know, even if these people don't come on as our clientele, adding so much value to them. And even people that work in the office, employees of the company, every day, it's getting together, it's adding value, they're learning. I mean, it's something where, you know, really adding value to other people is building up the people around you to, and they feel like a part of the team. And then, you know, they're building and growing with you. So, you know, the company is going to be more successful. Really, that's, you know, it's an inspiration to see every day. Well, I, pr- I appreciate that. And, you know, she really leads into a good point. And I don't say that because she's talking about me to be self-serving, but it's the idea of building people. You know, if you're uh, out there and you're listening to this and you're running a large company, you know, it's important that you remember you don't build a company, you build people. And when you build people, the company will grow. It's just a natural outflow, so to speak, overflow, if you will, of that. And you talked about learning, continually learning, Danny. And I think that's really important because this goes into another fix that we talked about improving you. So here's an actionable step, folks. And that is this. Really take an honest, true self-evaluation of you. Think about you. Think about whether or not you are really willing to learn or whether you're not willing to learn. Because you know, if you're not willing to learn, no one can help you. No one can help you. Think about that. I don't know if you ever thought about that before, but if you are not willing to learn, no one can help you. If you're, if you're the type of person, doesn't matter if you're wildly successful and, and a multi-billionaire or if you're just kind of starting out in your company or whatever you do, if you're not willing to learn, no one can help you. We have never arrived. You know, we're always learning. We're always growing. We're always looking for ways to add value. And as we look to add value to other people, what that does is that creates excitement it creates joy in our life because we're now living for other people. But here's the flip side. If you are determined to learn, no one can stop you. How cool is that? So now you're in a situation where you say, okay, you know what? If I am determined to learn, if I am disciplined to do the things that other people are unwilling to do, again, I love that thought that's really the only difference between successful people and unsuccessful people. There's been a lot of studies on this that have been done, a lot of the universities over the years, and a lot of research come out on this, Danny, the idea of what really is the difference between people who are wildly successful and people who are just average. And you know what it is? The main difference, Danny, is the idea that ultra-successful people are willing to do things that unsuccessful people just are unwilling to do. Certain things like cutting off bad habits, you know, not watching TV. Uh, not watching shows and an input into the mind that are negative. We're just wasting time putting positive things into their brain. When they're riding in their car or flying in their plane or whatever they're doing, they're not just listening with their headphones into music of the next band playing. They're listening to motivational and positive information. And there's just a lot of people out there that are just unwilling to do that because they want to enjoy the moment. They want to enjoy the moment. So we're going to talk next segment, folks, about the idea of fully breaking through. We've talked about fixes, but fully breaking through and coming into the full realization of what you've been called to do, really impacting others for great things and improving and growing and becoming the success you were called to be. You're not going to want to miss this. Hang around. We'll be right back just after this. You're listening to The Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall.
With the volatility in the markets, it can be scary to know the right solutions for managing and protecting your family's wealth. That's why Michael and his team at Wall Financial Group work exclusively with higher net worth clients to engineer portfolios that minimize risk and maximize potential. For more information, visit leanonthewall.com. And to see if you qualify for a Living Well Retirement Review, call toll-free 866-943-2351. That's 866-943-2351. This is the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Welcome back in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show. Again, I'm your host, Michael Wall, and I'm joined in studio today by Danny Lasseter. She is uh, my partner in Wall Lasseter and & Company, and she assists as well in some other things. And we're talking about the idea of investing in you. And, you know, last segment, we talked about the ideas of fixes, how to improve you, so to speak. We also talked about detractors the segment prior. So if you're just tuning in and you missed those previous segments, not going to want to miss that. Go ahead and go to leanonthewall.com. Again, leanonthewall.com and click on the Wealth and Health Show and you'll be able to listen to the previous segments. And also, if you're out there, if you're a Twitter person, you got Twitter on your phone or you know wherever you are in your car or wherever you are listening to this show uh, on your computer, whatever, join the conversation as you're hearing this at Lean on the Wall. Again, at Lean on the Wall is our Twitter handle and share your thoughts as far as what you've seen investing in you, the benefits from it, why you think it's important, what you've learned and gained from it over the years. And this segment, we want to take a minute and just talk about, or a few minutes, I guess, and talk about the idea of fully breaking through. So we've talked about you know, what investing you means. We've talked about what detractors are, or really things that slow your success down. Then we talked about how to fix and improve you. You know, Some actionable steps last segment that, again, if you missed it, I I'm, I'm, can't encourage you enough to go back and listen to that because these are things you can apply to your life that are necessary. And now we want to talk about the idea of fully breaking through to really getting through to the place of, of where you want to be. And again, I go back to that quote, you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. And I think that's a great point is you got to start. So that, that's the beginning part of fully breaking through. We got to start. And I know, Danny, you had something you wanted to share that I think is really powerful for folks because it talks about the idea of tolerating things. And share those thoughts, if you would, with the listeners. Absolutely, Mike. You get in life what you tolerate. And I think that's really important to understand, because it's not just about, you know, a lot of times day to day, we tolerate things. We allow things to happen, whether it be in business, all the distractions, you know, whether it be at home, whatever it is. And that's, you know, that is what we allow to become our life. And we're not going to break through all that noise if we sit around and tolerate things on a daily basis. So can you give us and give our listeners an example of something maybe that you've seen as a change, a little bit of a story that, you know, you have tolerated and then you decided, I'm not going to tolerate this anymore, whatever that may be, which has helped you kind of break through. Uh, you don't have to quote any names or anything like that, but, you know, helped you break through in, in your success journey. Oh, absolutely, Mike. You know, a while back, I'll say, um, I used to, you know, clients, I have an accounting and tax firm and clients would, I would be, I'd handle some of their bookkeeping and their tax preparation. And so sometimes on a daily basis, I would have clients calling me, asking me questions and I, I wouldn't charge them any money for that. I would just, you know, they'd call, I'd talk to them. They were my clients. I mean, you know, I prepared their taxes once a year, I'd help them out. Well, I had, I was tolerating that. I was tolerating it and I wasn't making money and you know I didn't really think about what I was losing there. Not only was I losing my time and working for paying clients, but I was giving away services. And so I've kind of restructured myself and now my clients understand that if they want to call every day, we're going to set them up on a plan and they're going to have to pay for the time. 
you know, if it's, you know, I'm not mean and charging for every second that they're on the phone. But the point is, is if you tolerate that, then, you know, you're never going to grow. You're going to be giving away your services for free. And really, that's one of my best examples of what I've done in my life. And now I don't, I don't tolerate that anymore. I have to earn a living. I have a daughter. I have a family. I have to earn a living for myself. Well, and it's not just earning a living. It's growing the business. And as, we, as we work with, you know, as we've kind of connected with you a little while back and, and working with higher end, higher net worth clients, they value that. You know, and it's the idea of, and you don't have the time because a lot of the portfolios and, and the plans that we're working on are very large dollars. And so that takes a lot of time, intensive research, not only for you, but for our team to do the things that they need to do so we can bring the things to the table for them. And, you know, folks, I think the big thing that she's mentioning there is the idea of devaluing your time. That's really what I got for that, from that, from that situation. Regardless of what you do, don't devalue your time. Because if you don't value you, other people won't value you. So you need to first step back and, and look at and really kind of figure out, okay, how to fully break through. Well, sit down and think about what do you want your life to look like? One of the things that I've noticed over the years as we've continued to grow in success and been very blessed, again, as we continue to interact and connect with a lot of high-level, high-earning type of folks and helping them with their situation, they value their time. And so what happens is their time is very limited because they're spending it on things that are ultra uh, important and ultra important to helping them move forward in their goals specifically. And I think that that warrants for, for sharing this thought, and that is, if you want to do something you've never done, or if you want to get something that you've never had, then you got to do something that you have never done before. In other words, you know, the old definition of insanity, and you kind of mentioned that at the beginning, is continue doing what you're doing and expecting different results. But in a simpler term, folks, if you want to achieve something, if you want to do something that you've never had before, then you got to be willing to do something that you've never done before. And I've noticed that as we've continued to grow in success and even different entrepreneurs that we've helped, high-level, key-level folks, they have found and they've experienced that oftentimes, you know, what has gotten them to the level of success to where they are today, and I know the same applies with us, is not necessarily what's going to get them to that next level. And, you know, it's the idea of continually reinventing yourself. And you see this, folks, we see this in the marketplace. I mean, all you got to do is take a look at the, the phone wars, you know, technology and cell phones and things like that have become something that virtually everyone has today. I mean, every, virtually everyone has a smartphone out there where you can do you know, practically everything with your phone. Well, you know, Apple was the, the big kid on the block for a long, long, long time. But when the Android system started coming out and Samsung kind of got into the game and now all these other companies and there's lots of companies out there that are doing great, great work there. But now all of a sudden, Apple kind of started to rest on their laurels for a little while. You know, they're in a situation where they can, hey, we, we're the king of the castle. We got all the keys to the kingdom, so to speak. And they kind of got a little fat and lazy, if I may say. They really had. You know, a lot of the technology got really surpassed by other carriers, other companies. And it caused them to say, okay, we got to wake up. And that's the beauty, really, of competition. That's the beauty of what that does is it can bring out the best in you. It can bring out the best in companies. And so unfortunately, we see that sometimes folks in the marketplace, but we don't look at that in our own life. You know, maybe you've achieved a certain level of success. Maybe you're making a nice income. Uh, maybe your company's successful and you've kind of been consistent with that. Why really breaking through to the next level is important is because now what happens is we know that, yeah, you may be enjoying life. Yeah, you may be able to do what you want to do, golf when you want to golf, get in your jet and fly where you want to fly and vacation where you want to vacation. But 
you might be in a place where you've kind of really stopped adding value to other people. So that's really the question there is, are you still adding value to other people? That's, part, that's, that's one step in fully breaking through, is evaluating your situation and asking, who am I adding value to today, tomorrow, next week, next year, next month? Because if you're not adding value to someone else, even if you're making lots of money, from my perspective, you're not fully breaking through. You're not really reaching the potential. You're not really reaching the top, so to speak, because you're, you've missed the perspective of just adding that value. I made a commitment to myself and it's, it's small things, you know, it's in the morning, I, you know, in the morning on my way to work, I listen to a CD, you know, that it's, it's always something, you know, inspirational, motivational about success and leadership on the way home. I do the same thing. So that's typically at least an hour a day. And it's, it's not hard. It's easy because I'm driving. I have to listen to something. And then, and then when it comes to my health at lunch, I have the, my protein shakes that I drink every day at lunch. And so on, that's how I'm, you know, these are things that I do that are minor steps in my success. There might be little things and people might say, well, that's not going to do anything for me, but that's the kind of steps you have to take daily. Yeah. And, and really to fully break through too, you have to realize the biggest risk is not taking any risk. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, we talked about earlier, people are scared to fail. I mean, well, you have to be willing to fail. Right. And that's, it's so important in completely breaking through. Champions are not made on feather beds. You know, it's the idea of, you know, I love John Maxwell. He talks about the idea of, you know, it takes a long time to become an overnight success. And I know I've shared that before on the show. I think it's a great quote, but it really is. And, you know, it's those things put in repeated, compounded, compounded. Darren Hardy wrote a book about that, The Compound Effect, great book. Uh, by the way, if you're out there and you're a reader or you want to listen to an audio book, that's I'm, I'm an audio guy. I'm not really a sit down, read the book person. Uh, you know, when I get home, kids, we got all kind of stuff going on. So uh, same thing for me. I'm listening to motivational stuff in the car. I'm listening to things sometimes at night, maybe just reading some some certain things. You know, and one of the things that I've helped, I found that's helped break through is that quiet time. Uh, what does that mean? You know, well, last night, for example, you know, I was, I was getting ready, Danny, I was going to bed. And, you know, I had my phone. I have it on vibrate. I don't have it on uh, noise, but I have it on vibrate. And I'm in a situation where it's sitting there on my dresser, 930, 10 o'clock at night. And I tell you, and I know, I, I know people do it, and I've done this before, and it, it, it bugs me. I hate those group texts, you know, where it's just you respond, somebody else responds, somebody else responds. I mean, you get a, you know, for every five seconds you get a, you get a response because everybody's responding about something. It's, it's annoying. And then somebody could maybe get the text and they don't get it until, you know, 1130 at night or whatever. And then they respond and then all of a sudden you get another, you know, so it's kind of annoying there. I'm not saying don't group text. I'm just saying <laughs> that's a little pet peeve that I have. You I know. know not to group text you, Mike. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. Hey, listen, you can send out a group text, but do it and, and check the box where it says individual, right? <laughs> but anyways, just the idea of that. And so one of the things that we've done is we've tried to say, okay, you know, at certain times of night, I had my phone on and you get these little vibrations and I'm trying to read some, some positive stuff. I read scripture uh, is what I like to do before I head to bed. Not every night, but, you know, try and consistently do that. And I'm getting these vibrations from my phone and it just, it just alters your thought process. You know, who is that? Who's texting? What are they, what are they saying? You know, whatever. I need to check it. It's almost like a disease with your phone. So I just said, you know what? I just got to shut the phone off. So I totally turned it off to allow a real time of quiet time because there's little you can learn from doing nothing, folks. And so you got to take actionable steps and you got to commit to yourself what Danny said. So I want to leave you with this. We're really coming to the end of the show, but I want to leave you with the thought of what will you commit to yourself? 
not to me, not to Danny, not to your friend, not to someone else, but what are you going to commit to you? What will you commit that you will do in your life, take small steps this week to change your life, to change your habits, to change your patterns, so that small steps repeated can create massive results somewhere, some way down the road? Jot those down. Don't just listen to this as positive, good things. I want you to take a minute, step back from the noise, and jot down one or two things. If that, even if it's that THINK acronym that we talked about last segment, do that if necessary as far as speaking over your life. But what will you commit to yourself? And Danny, I want to thank you for joining us uh, this show. I, I think it's going to be a great one for folks as they listen to this. I, you've added a lot of value, and I really appreciate your time coming in here. I know you got lots happening as well. Thanks, Michael. I always enjoy being on the show. Yeah, absolutely. And folks, again, if you missed the first parts of the show, visit leanonthewall.com and click on the Wealth and Health Show to uh, visit previous shows or previous links or you know that sort of thing of the show. Also, if you want to join the conversation as there's some things that you thought of or some breakthroughs or whatever that you want to share with us, we'd love to hear your story. Send a tweet to us at Lean on the Wall. Again, at Lean on the Wall is our Twitter handle. And until next time, here is to Living Well next week. Have a great one. We'll see you soon. Information provided during the Wealth and Health Show is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. With the volatility in the markets, it can be scary to know the right solutions for managing and protecting your family's wealth. That's why Michael and his team at Wall Financial Group work exclusively with higher net worth clients to engineer portfolios that minimize risk and maximize potential. For more information, visit leanonthewall.com and see if you qualify for a Living Well Retirement Review. Call toll-free 866-943-2351, 866-943-2351.